Georgia inches closer to fighting Vanderbilt on Friday on Saturday night. Dean Leggy, Dylan Weber. Uh, a hurricane is barreling towards uh, Florida right now, Dylan. Uh, is it possible that you saw? Well, I guess practice was canceled today. I was going to make a hurricane reference at practice, but it was canceled. Was there an explanation as to why? Or not canceled, but uh, closed. Close. Yeah. Yeah. What was the explanation for yeah. that, if any? Uh, none. I just don't think Kirby wanted us there. Um, and that's fine. That's kind of typical of Wednesdays, I think, at this point. Is that they're just going to be... Have... Yeah, they're just going to, I think, close it off most Wednesdays. and But they still have player availabilities, which is good. Well, uh, what did you learn tonight at practice? Well, post-practice, I guess you could say. You had what? Monty, uh, Monty Rice was not there yesterday. He was there today, though. Yeah, we had Monty Rice. Um, and, you know, he, he kind of just opened up about uh, not being able to play at the end of the year last year in that Alabama game and against Texas. Which, you know, for a guy like him and I, I, anyone who makes it this far in their football career, I mean, that's, yeah. that's hard. I mean, those are two huge games that, just, that any player who likes to play football and compete wants to play in, and especially a guy at his level. I mean, particularly, I would, particularly, the, uh, particularly the, uh, the SEC championship game, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, that game was you know, crucial. <laughs> and, and, I mean, he, I would go as far as say he is their best middle linebacker. And to not be a part of that game, I mean, that, that sucks. And so, I mean, he, he opened up about that. And, you know, he, he's a really calm guy. It's not really what you expect for someone who's supposed to go out there and just hit the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's incredibly calm and was, was really, you know, laid back about that and said, yeah, he was disappointed, but there's nothing he could do. It's just a part of the game. And, but I mean, he, he did clarify that he's feeling way better compared to last year. Um, and apparently that foot injury was kind of a, a thing for a while. He said even before the UMass game when uh, it was originally kind of in those warm-ups when it was discovered. Right. Yeah, that but was, that, he, was a, I mean, that, that night. I mean, that was a night game with UMass. And you know, all of a sudden, yeah, he, he was a captain for that game, I think. Yeah. And he came he out and he just he couldn't go at all, I guess. And it was and – then, and then you're saying, well, all right, it's the UMass game. They're just holding him out. You know, no big deal. And then, of course, it became pretty serious soon thereafter because he didn't play against Tech, and it became pretty clear at that point this guy's got an issue. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think generally speaking, all these. I mean, you got to talk to Andrew Thomas and Solomon Kinley today. I think they were both sort of ready to play. That that seems to be the overall. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> thing. Yeah, and they all kind of. It seems unanimous at this point that. You can't really learn much more from practice. At yeah. some point, you got to go into a game and then see what's wrong there. Because, I mean, they've just gotten practice down. They're doing everything the way, you know, they're supposed to in practice. But game, uh, games reveal so much more. Totally. When, you know, totally. hundreds of thousands of people are watching all around the country and, you know, you turn the ball over, you, you, you learn then how you respond to that. And you can't get that from practice. Yeah, because it doesn't, it's not the same. As bare, you know, as missing no. a, missing a free throw in practice is not the same as missing a free throw during the game, and you know, for for you need to understand how to bounce back from that. I guess I guess is what I'm trying to say. Solomon Kinley, have anything interesting to say? Um, you know, one of the interesting points today was um, the uh, the cookies that I, I can't it can't be clear if it was Jake Fromm's mom or his grandma that they 
they bake if Jake doesn't get sacked in the game. Oh, boy. They bake them and then give them to Jake, and then Jake will bring them into practice. And uh, there's some fruit cookies, Andrew Thomas said, with icing on it. And he said they don't last five minutes. He said he usually has about four or five of them himself. Four, that was probably the most interesting point. Four or five himself? Yeah. Jeez. He's a big man. Hey, look, hey, four or five. I mean, I, I'm about, I'm about I eating you. cookies. Have you ever had any cookies I make? No, you. What the fuck? You make cookies? You, you, yeah. I make cookies a lot, often. I didn't, I didn't know that uh, you had not ha- yet had them. I will, I will get you some here at some point. But I didn't know that. I, uh, I, I didn't know. That, I didn't know that uh, that Fromm's mom has started. Um, doing that—that's—that's that's that would be—I don't know if that would be extra motivation for me. I, I sure be thinking about that right after the game, though. Yeah, for sure. That's a big—a big bonus. <laughs> What's your favorite cookie? I don't know. The way he sold these fruit cookies, it makes me want to say they're my favorite already, and I've never had them. Um, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it probably—I like chocolate chip, freshly made chocolate chip. It's, with, it's, uh, with it's, it's, it's hard not to you. You can screw up chocolate chip. You can because if you overcook, sure. if you overcook any cookie, it's just not going to be good. You don't want a crispy cookie unless it's one of these sort of mm-hmm. U- European style, I guess you could say, cookies. But um, but who wants European style? I want American well, if it's, cookies. Well, oh, you sound like a moron right now. But uh, I sound like Matt Well, that too. But uh, if it's a good, I don't care where the cookie's made. But a fruit cookie, I mean, my grandmother used to make these modified, I don't think they were fruit cookies. I think they were meant to be fruit-like cookies. I'd have to I'd have to go find them and look at them. They were good, though. She would pack them up and mail them to us. They were pretty good, but they were hard cookies with fruit, kind of whatever they were in the middle. Um, those were solid. All right, back to football. You know, this... I mean, this fits in the football realm. Well, if you don't like cookies, listen, if you don't like discussion of cookies just don't listen because or food we, we're about food football cookies cookies are are unbelievable things um this game now is i mean it's not the biggest game of the weekend but i, I do wonder with that hurricane in all seriousness is is this going to be a game that um gets gets bumped up to espn maybe because uh some of the games in florida the florida state boise state game i think is in serious jeopardy of not being played um. Now I, we'll just have is, to see. I mean, how how bad is the hurricane right now? Is it's it still a, it's tropical a, storm? It's a no. It's a, it's a it's a category one right now. So that's a okay. That's I mean, a hurricane's a hurricane, and it's it's not so much the hurricane yeah. wind and so forth that's so bad. It's the water that comes from the hurricanes. Uh, Georgia clearly, when going to Nashville, is going to steer clear of that completely. But um. It, it is interesting to see, you know, w- would they move Georgia, you know, the Georgia game from the SEC network up to um, the Boise, you know, in place of Boise State, Florida State. That that game kicks off at um, 7 o'clock as well. So is, is Georgia Vandy 7 o'clock or is it 7.30? 7.30, I believe. Okay. 6.30 local. They could, they could adjust it some. Um, yeah, it was a little bit anyway. So was Monty, I mean – did Monty? He's not played since the Auburn game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because he he didn't play in that UMass game. That's a lot of working out for not play, and not playing. Yeah, and I, and he said the foot injury was there beforehand. 
because he said it had been bothering him for a little bit. He didn't specify how long. Um, but he said, you know, he, he felt it in that UMass warm-up, and then it just got to, like, at some point during a tackling drill, it just got to the point where he couldn't walk on it. I wonder what the I wonder what the actual um, injury was. I, I'm not exactly They never sure. say, you know? I, was it a broken foot? I don't know. That's the only thing I can imagine, because it was a foot injury. I, I can't really imagine something else that would keep him out for. I mean, if you can't if you can't move around, then you can forget it. Uh, particularly yeah. as a as a middle linebacker, needless to say. Yeah, and, and I mean, all these players deal with slight injuries throughout the, through the year. Yeah, it's just a part of the game. Um, but it's just a matter. Yeah, you can't move. <laughs> you can't move. You got to be able to move in football. Yeah. Especially a middle linebacker. So I mean, he he was fighting through it for a little bit, but once again, he says he's good now. He says he feels better right now than he did at any point last year. At any point What's last year, point? yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know what I mean. Monty Rice has been a very good player for a long time. He, you, you could just see on his, um, you know, when he. Oh, it's like there's. Can you hear that in the background? It's like, it's it's almost as if uh, the, the the screaming at my house is never ending. Um, Monty, no, Monty, Monty was a very good player. You could see that from the get go uh, with his film and so forth. But e- even still, um, just to to, it's not surprising that he. Was had become so good and so productive for Georgia, he uh, he really has become a very good player for the Dogs. And getting him back out there, particularly like you know, with take take Crowder is not the physical being that Monty is, but I know that Kirby and them, if they had their way, would like bulky guys um, out there. Of course you would. And Tay is yeah, Tay is a, fa- a fast guy. The, the the thing the one thing about you know and Tate by the way Tate Crowder has has gotten a hold of something and he's not going to give it up. Um, the other thing that 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 people consistently say to me that have watched this team practice this defense is how fast they are. Like they're very sudden to the ball. They're very quick to um, get where they got to go, and that is something I am going to be very curious to see how. Because this running back at Vanderbilt is is legit. I mean, he's a good running back. He's a guy that you know Georgia will have to deal with. But um, I want to well, I mean, see. I want to see how fast they are. Well, Georgia has the speed to match that. I think. I think. It, I think they do. And Nakobe, I'm assuming, is going to be out there as well. I mean, this we, you're just to the point now where there's not a lot of uh, T's to cross and I's to dot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we know as much as we know right now. And once again, us, and likewise with the team, can't figure out much more until they play a game. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, we, I, we've exhausted almost every point possible <laughs> at this point. Well, and yet people are still clamoring for, you know, what's what's going to happen, what's going to happen, this, that, this, that, and the other. I, I, the one thing I can't seem to avoid is this consistent discussion about the Chick-fil-A Popeye war. Uh, the chicken war uh, amongst my text chains. Everyone's talking about that nonstop. 
it's gotten it's gotten that it's gotten that bad out there that uh, we're we're fighting about chicken sandwiches. You know, no player was asked about that. That's a shame. We will never know their opinion. We really we really need to start football. That's how bad it's gotten. Is uh, you know, we're talking well, about fair, that. I heard the sandwich is pretty good. I'm sure it is. I can't co- I can't comment on it. I've never had it. Chick Fil A sandwich is really good. Don't get me wrong. So Kirby today during the, Kirby today during the teleconference said that most of the time practice is a good indicator of how we're going to play. He said I've seen guys that have had some anxiety and made some mistakes and do some good things you might not have seen in camp, but you really see players stand out that haven't stood out in practice. I think that's right. I think it, it's just so rare that a guy, you know, and this is just comes from his experience playing in college too. It's it's not common for someone to do something if they if they don't do it during the during practice, the likelihood of them doing it during the game is just low. Uh, yeah, that, that's why people are talking about Tyreek Stevenson, Nicobe Dean, Aziz Ojolari, Nolan Smith. They're flashing. People people haven't and they're flashing in practice. They're already developing a reputation. One one. This is probably the last time you and I will talk before. The game itself, we should touch on Zamir just because everybody else has has uh, talked about Zamir a lot. How many carries do you think he's going to get? Um, for Zamir, I would like to think maybe somewhere eight to ten. Yeah, and lots of I mean, special teams. Yeah, and especially if Swift is dealing with anything at all, then maybe more. But I would guess eight. You, to 10 you think you for... think Harrion will get more than Zamir? Hmm. Yeah, I would say so. I would, but I think it would probably be close. They've I guess got, they'd both be in that that eight to twelve range. If Brian Harrion deserves more runs than Zamir, that's that's interesting because that either means Brian has got their trust on pass protection and or just stuff, or that Zamir is not what we thought he was watching him in high school. And I saw what he was. He was special. And and it could and it too could just be a matter of, hey, you know, this guy's never played before. Let's not go crazy. So it's it could be all those things. But I'm telling you right now, it, it, he he can do some stuff that I've just never it's not been common for me to see. I know that. Not been common yeah, for me it, to see at all. And I think they probably do want to ease his way into it because I mean remember Zamir, this will be his college debut. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. coming. Well, off- as soon as as soon as he got hurt last year, I said that's going to hurt them. That is going to hurt them. Y'all are going to see that's going to hurt them. It, it did hurt them. I mean, you. It, he's a better back than Holyfield, and Holyfield was pretty good college back. And they would they would have had four guys that were legit running backs, and then you also had James Cook, you know, who is who is a different type of running back, but a, a legit player too. It's gonna be interesting mm-hmm. to see, man. I mean, are they are they did they learn a bunch of stuff this off season? Because this is an older offense, with the exception of like George Pickens and some of the wide receivers. This is an older offense. Are they? Did they learn a bunch of stuff during the off season? Because who wasn't here in the spring? Pickens, Blaylock, and who? 
some of the tight ends, I guess. In the spring. So the bulk, uh, yeah, the bulk of the offense. I mean, is Eli Wolf going to play a lot? I think he might. I mean, because th- there are times when they use like a third tight end. Um, he's a, sm- he's right a now, small think- guy compared to those other tight ends, man. He's not big like they got some monsters at tight end, and he is not a monster. He looks like a wide I mean, receiver. John Fitzpatrick is a big man. Yeah, six, he six, is. He is. John six, Fitzpatrick six, can uh, has some serious length, man. His legit length, no question. Are you? And, um, I, I, yeah. I don't know. A dog's just approaching me. Oh. Hey there, bud. He's cute. I know you're not a big dog fan, but I'm, I'm okay. sure I, I, the rest of our followers are. Just because you're a Georgia fan doesn't mean you have to like dogs. You have to like. No, uh, not, not my my favorite my like my favorite dog is Ugga. He's a wonderful creature. He chills out. Sometimes he wants to smell. Most of the time, he's a little bit warm. He's like very. He's, he likes to eat. You did a great story on him. I really should republish that. When did when did when did you when did you write that in the off season? No, no, that well, that got published before the SEC championship game. Yeah. I loved I loved doing that story. It was a great story, and and we'll we'll uh, tell tell everybody about that just real quick. Give a two minute synopsis on you know what he eats and all this stuff at well, at the games. I just I well, it started Friday because he, he he usually comes in town Friday and does an event then. And so I went and watched him. This time he was just taking photos outside the bookstore. So I went and just watched him and how he interacted with people and how people interacted with him. And then I followed him Saturday from the time he arrived at the game, mm-hmm. got escorted into the stadium, and then towards all the way after the game when they leave. And what that was, was it. What was it, the, what, was it like, what, what was it like watching him eat that Chick-fil-A sandwich? Well, he didn't actually eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich that day. He almost always does, but they went with a Five Guys patty that Saturday. Oh. <laughs> I would love to compare and contrast that whole deal. It was just a patty from Five Guys? Yeah, they only gave him a patty that day. Hmm. That thing's a wonderful... There's just nothing like that in college football. I mean, everybody has their own traditions, but... There's nothing like that thing, you, you know. Bevo, but Bevo has no personality. Same thing with, with Ralphie. Um, the Syracuse mascot is a disaster, uh, and and people have other things. That the Florida State where they do the do the thing into the midfield that's pretty killer. When when Florida State's good, True. that is pretty killer. Clemson running down the field. Let me say something. If you're not if you're late to the Clemson game, just don't go. I mean, the best part of the game is watching them run down the run down the hill. It's a little, it's a little overrated if we're being honest. I mean, they're just running down a hill, but they do a good job. They do a good job of, of, like the the, the aura of it all. I mean, those people love that thing. But you know, Ugga can't. I mean, Ugga can barely run. I mean, he's like a. Oh, it's so like cute, a, He's like a three technique. You know, he's out there setting the edge. <laughs> Nah, he's more like a five technique. He's he's in the middle of that shit. Well, he 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 that guy. I remember he used to uh, he would attack the flag girls. He loved attacking the flag, 
the, the of uh, and the band. And he would just go out there and go crazy with it. The uh, the older ones. Now this this guy, this newer guy, he's pretty chilled out. He understands. Oh, his, yeah, he understands his Q. role. Yeah, Q. And that's what that's what uh, Charles Siler calls him. He doesn't call him Ugga. I mean, that, the, yeah, no, he calls him by Q. He it's so strange, Q. man. It's because it's like you know, he's just a dog. It feels like, but then when he puts that sweater on, people go crazy. And it's been this way forever. He's he is more famous than any Georgia player or coach or ever. It, it because. Ugga can't lose. Ugga can't. Um, Ugga can't disappoint you. You know he's he just, he's just he almost chill. lost. He almost lost in New Orleans. <laughs> he did. He, he, de- he definitely sad. did. He definitely did. But he escaped. Another. Another. Once again, that 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 is one of the, now the most iconic moments in Texas football history and kind of Georgia football history well, too. Well, Georgia won't. It won't be iconic for Georgia because they didn't win the game. But for Texas, people will never forget that. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I say they'll never forget that. But think about Ugga uh, almost biting the guy at Auburn. I mean, there there were so many things that uh, the color sport, cover Sports Illustrated, Robert Baker. Uh, the, the Auburn player, just him chilling out. He had a tuxedo sweater not that long ago. The thing is magical, and um, you just don't get that at other schools. I mean, I think North Carolina has a Ram. I don't even know what that thing does or is. Got step our game. We got step the mascot game up at North Carolina and other places too. LSU used to have the tiger on the sideline. That was pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, it's a tiger. But you can't pet a tiger. I mean, unless you, uh-huh. unless you want to lose your hand. All right, go to the website, dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. Dean Leggy, Dylan Weber, we'll see you over there on the website.